Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody. Shoots and Letters podcast. I am joined by my lovely co-host, Jen. Hello. And I am your host, Pat. And we are... You're also lovely. I I appreciate that. I try. Um, We are here going over that Royal Rumble match 30 years ago, 93. Are you ready, Jen? Not just the match, the whole pay-per-view event. Yeah. The whole card. Everything. Well, yeah, the Royal Rumble event, I should have said. Yeah. Did you like this one? How do you feel? Or do you want to do, do the rundown first? How do you want to? I'm going to go ahead and say it wasn't as good as last year's, I think. Well, I think I think 1992 is um, considered one of the best. Rumbles. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I just don't think yeah. it was as good last year. But let's run down. Give me the rundown. All right. It's January 24th. It's 1993. We are at the Arco Arena in Sacramento, California with our hosts... Bobby Heenan, Gorilla Monsoon, and this is the last time that they commentate together on a pay-per-view event. This is considered the last Royal Rumble of the um, golden era. Oh. All right, so even though it feels very new gen, it's like the beginning of that, it's still considered the golden era. So we start out, we've got Steiner Brothers versus Beverly Brothers, brother versus brother, Mm. brother v. brother, only one true brother, though. Um... I feel like this match was just to showcase Scott Steiner, uh-huh. to be honest with you. Um, 100%. Yeah. Uh, 100%. That's what we said when we watched it. Yep. Uh, we were treated to a brain scan. Um, yeah. Uh, next match, Intercontinental Championship, Shawn Michaels versus Marty Jannetty. Whose side would Cherry take? Uh, I feel like it was really hard for her to decide, but eventually she did choose Marty's side and inadvertently, in it, I have a hard time with that word. I do too. It's like a hard word to say. Inadvertently. Yeah, like you I know how really to think spell it. it and stuff. You but gotta like I think. say it. Like yeah. That. Anywho, um, Sherry does take Marty's side, but when she goes to hit Marty, uh, Sean, with her shoe, he ducks. She hits Marty, and Sean wins. So she actually, you know, she helped him out. Yeah, she helped him out. Next match. Bam Bam Bigelow versus Big Boss Man. As much as I tried to pay attention to this match, um, oh, we got well, we got we dry got erase boards just falling all over the all over the place. Um, yeah, I tried so hard. I really tried to pay attention to this match and to take notes on it. And my brain, I don't know if it's my ADHD or this was just a boring match. I could not pay attention. I found it so boring. Um, then we get. A recap of the Razor attacking Owen situation. Um, Razor's interviewed at a basketball game about how he's going to have the gold around his waist to match the gold <laughs> around his neck and the gold on his fingers. Then we get our our um, championship match. Bret Hart, Razor Ramon. A decent match, you know. Was it the was it as good as I expected? No. Was it still good? Yes. Then. We get the highlight of the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. the unveiling of Narcissa. It's true. Okay. That was kind of the highlight. It the was... unveiling of Narcissa was kind of the highlight. <laughs> then of we parade out Caesar and Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. Which was to... awkward. Dun, 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 dun. Just talk about WrestleMania 10, right? Uh, then we get a Royal Rumble match. We start out with Bob Backlund and Ric Flair, both wearing the same teeny tiny red trunks, right? Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, we get some Max Moons, we get some Ted DiBiase's, mm-hmm. we get Mr. Perfect, mm-hmm. uh, we get some Coco Beware, some Virgil, 
Uh, and then we get the cleaner. Mr. Mm-hmm. Undertaker comes out, cleans it out, mm-hmm. only to be confronted with Giant Gonzalez, uh, an eight-foot-tall man wearing a, like, monster jumpsuit. Whatever's going Strange. on with that. Strange Tarzan gorilla um, man. The so. words miscarriage of justice were thrown mm-hmm. out there, which I was like, whoa. Um, at the end, Macho Man, Yokozuna, they're the last two, the last two fighting. Uh, and as we know, Yokozuna wins. Mm-hmm. All 500 plus pounds of him. Nobody um, could figure out a way to throw him out. No one could figure out how to throw him out. And I saw them gang up and try. And it didn't seem like they were trying to go under and up. It just seemed like they were pushing him towards against the ropes. They weren't going up and over. It seemed like when you're in like a mosh pit and you're just getting pushed into the bars instead of someone helping you up over, you're just getting your organs you know, squished. Um, yeah, I'm not going to And that lie. is your Royal Rumble 1993. So that is my my rundown. Um, how, gonna, how'd I do? I think you did great. I was going to say, I'm not going to lie. I think... Um, so last year, who won last year? We know it was Ric Flair. That's why I'm wearing my Ric Flair shirt to record this podcast. He won last year, and it was kind of like, hmm. You didn't really see that coming. You go flash forward a few more Royal Rumbles. You don't really see who's going to win coming. This one, you're just like, yeah, Yokozuna has been featured a lot, and he has been crushing people. Mm-hmm. And how do you get him out? He's been featured a lot. Like, he's been in a, a lot like every of superstars. Raw, every superstars. Well, there's only everything. been two Raws, I My believe. Bad. But yes, you're, no, you're right. He's been he's been featured a lot, Um, you know. And I, I remember at the time being completely in awe of him mm-hmm. and, you know, how big he was and he seemed so scary and, like, mean and the whole thing. So, um, you know, as a little kid, he was pretty pretty convincing. And I'm sure as an adult watching, as I'm an adult now watching, it's like, wow, this guy's so athletic, right? Like, for such a big dude and, you know, obviously his story is sad and he, you know, died pretty young. But, like, just, I don't know. I like I like watching him in the ring, especially now, especially you know, in the earlier nineties. He is one of my um, favorite wrestlers from when I was a kid, because he just was like the ultimate heel villain, right? Because you're like, how do you beat that guy? It was it, it was it was he was almost like a video game character, like in Punch Out or something like. He's like the last boss, where like you got to figure out how to beat him. He was just so cool. It's such a cool introduction, um, and they never really obviously tried to make him like a face in any way it was just kind of like he's just gonna squash people so he's really cool he's really great to have around here but it was pretty clear who's gonna win you know yeah yeah for sure I it's mean, tough so it's kind of like he was gonna win now but also like we're we're watching this from a, a point of view where we do know who wins you know what i mean like like we're watching this 30 years later i have seen this royal rumble so many times, um, <laughs> specifically the intercontinental match as a young kid over and over again. <laughs> I you wearing your sweet chin music shirt. I mean, someone's got to, but <laughs> I mean, listen. Well, let's let let's run down the card. Anything you take from the yeah. the Steiner brothers match? So the Steiner brothers match. I mean, clearly, this is the first time the Steiner brothers are at a pay per view. Mm-hmm. Um. For the WWE. So this is to showcase them. But like I said, I feel like it was mostly Scott Steiner in the ring. Um, who I always liked better. 
when I was a kid. I always enjoyed watching Scott more than Rick. I don't know if it's I just didn't like the I didn't understand what the headpiece was. Big papa pump. I didn't really like the headpiece thing that that Rick Steiner was wearing. I didn't get it right. Mm-hmm. So um, I was always more of a Scott Steiner fan. But uh, yeah, I, I think it was just kind of to like showcase them. There's a rough looking Frankensteiner. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I wasn't. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it. It was a match that happened. Yeah, I mean, you. In terms of. Headlock on hunger. In the background, you know, I, I think that we true. were kind of <laughs> fixing on that. Uh, yeah, we were watching that more than. I mean, it just. You know, it was there. It's fine. Um, yeah, it was fine. I mean, there were some. There were some cool. There were some cool spots. But, yeah. Like there was a brain scan, which was always fun for me. Um, did I like it more than the Bam Bam Big Boss Man match? Yes. Yes, I did. Okay. Okay. Uh, not to be, not to uh, belabor that point, but. Well, then we'll we'll jump right to that match, boss man. Bam and Bigelow. I, as a kid, I can remember watching this as a kid. It was more fun because Big Boss Man was kind of fun as a kid. Mm-hmm. So you were kind of like, oh, Bam Bam, like that makes sense. That that's like a guy that looks like he should be in jail, and it looks like Big Boss Man needs to defeat him to get him to go to jail. You know what I mean? Like it just kind of. It had that, like, weird vibe, you know? Yeah. Because Bam Bam Bigelow was definitely, like, the scare. Like, as a kid, I was like, he's a scary dude. Like, he was just scary-looking dude. Like, he I looked intimidating. Yes, he was terrifying. You know I mean? really liked as him a as a kid. I thought he was fun. He was awesome. I thought it was insane that he had tattoos on his head. Like, I could not get over that. Yep. I remember, I could not get over it. I'm yep. like, there's tattoos on this guy's head. And then when he does his drop kick, I'm like, that big dude mm-hmm. is so, he's doing such a cool drop kick. He's so yeah. agile. Agile. Agile, yeah. Agile. Dexterous. Dexteronious. Dexterous. Dexternon. No, it was, it was, uh... But the next match is not that match. No, yeah. no, I'm just saying, we oh, just, yeah. throw, just, 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 we're talking about it, just throw it out yeah. there. Get, There's get like a it. belly squeeze move where, like... Yeah, that was... Yeah, like... Weird just, holds and weird things. It, just... <laughs> it was kind of like... And that match, like, it was... <laughs> The Bam Bam Big Boss Man match is the same length as the Steiner Brothers match. They're both like 10 minutes and, and some. Um, and I just feel like it felt so long. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like no, it went it, on for, forever. Yeah. I don't know. Not like I said. It was tough. I'm not going to lie. It was tough. Not to poo-poo on my guys here, you know. It was tough. I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> Preach. It was tough. All right. Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty, Intercontinental match. I know you've seen this match about 100 times, so why don't you go? How'd you feel? I mean, I knew what to expect because I've seen it a hundred times. Um, I, I like this match. I think it's a really solid, I think it's a good match. I do. Um, there's a lot behind it. You know, there's a lot of history between these two gentlemen. Both in and out of the ring. Both in and out of the ring. I know that you particularly enjoyed Marty's tights. I did. (laughs) I can't even explain it. You just have to see it. They're like, like... Lace like laces like la- I don't even know. Yeah, it's almost like shoe like shoelaces. Shoelaces, yeah. Like the round ones, not the not the flat, not the flats. Um, yeah. Just kind of connected like all sho- over. Yeah. Um, it, it definitely looks like something made at like a Hobby Lobby or something. Like it's just not. It was. It. it, it oh, I love. It was them. a vibe. I I kind of just like I wish I had a pair. Um. There's yes, a, there's a part. Right there's a part in this match where, um. There's like kind of an up close with Marty and he says shit. And I remember when I was a little kid being like, oh my God, Marty says shit. And like thinking it was crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's not a big deal, obviously, but no, that did happen. Um, this is how I learned what a Southpaw was. 
Okay. Because Shawn Michaels, I guess, was working on Marty Jenny's shoulder the mm-hmm. whole time. And Gorilla Monsoon makes a comment like, I don't even think he's a southpaw. Like, that might not be the smartest move. And I was like, what is a southpaw? <laughs> and I learned that it was a left-handed person. How did you learn it was a left-handed person? I think I asked my mom, and she's a left-handed person. Or my dad. I probably asked my dad, actually. Okay. Um, But fun fact, Sean is a southpaw. Marty is not. Hmm. That's a fun fact for you to digest in your brain. Um, Went in. It's already uh, It's already out. It's already out. Um... Yeah, I think the thing with Sherry was fun. I think it's fun that she went to Marty's side um, and obviously hit Marty instead of Sean. I always think that stuff is fun. Is it silly? Yes. Did it look domestic violence when Sean was about to kill her? Yes. Did I still enjoy it? Yes. Yes, I did. Um, <laughs> is it the best Shawn Michaels-Marty Jannetty match we'll see this year? No, it is not. There will be better matches between them. But they do. Um, they do do a good match. I thought I thought it was pretty good because again, you know, what's on display is how good that Shawn Michaels was at you know getting anyone else kind of over. He's just so good at selling moves. Yeah, and they have a similar style, like they work, mm-hmm. really, and obviously because they've worked for so long together. Um, mm-hmm. You know, as as Bobby Heenan would say, Shawn Michaels taught Marty Jannetty everything he knows, which is <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Um, apparently, right after this match, Marty was fired because he showed up drunk. That's what you were telling me. Yeah. And if you... And Shawn Michaels got in trouble because he showed up with a black eye and they had to have like a makeup artist. You could tell if you know. You could you could tell his eyes messed up. Um, But I guess the rumor has it that they got into a fight beforehand because Shawn was pissed that Marty was drunk. Um, And then if you, if you watch this match, you kind of can't really tell. But then at the end, it appears that Marty is just kind of laying there mm-hmm. and like misses a spot. And then Shawn actually picks him up just to kick him back down. Mm-hmm. So... No, it seems like he kind of like fucked up the the ending, maybe the, end. the finish. Mm-hmm. But um, so that was that match. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I would. Honestly, it's probably. It, it might. You be, don't want to say it, but you have to. It might be the best match on the card. It might be. Yeah, I I, I think it is. Um, what's next? Next is the Bam Bam Big Big Boss Man match, but we've already talked about that. Uh right. Or yeah, did I think no, you I say mean, there's that? nothing more to add, no. We're going to come back and, ra- and rate them all and, uh, well, pick the best match, so. Yeah, so next uh, we get the um, we get to see Razor Ramon attack Owen Hart again <laughs> in, the, in the locker room. I've seen it now at least six times, oh, and God. it's like, just Like, why doesn't he see him coming? <laughs> yeah, you, you made the comment to me when we were watching it maybe the fifth time. You're like, but they're filming with a big camera behind him, and he comes from behind the camera. He had to have seen <laughs> him come around the guy. And I'm like, Jen... You just gotta let it go. And then Riz Ramon being interviewed at a basketball game. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... So good. This uh, is this yeah. is peak Riz Ramon. <clears throat> you know, this is... this is He's going up to the top right now. Just peak. Well, this is his first singles match in a pay-per-view. And mm-hmm. it's a championship match. You know, yeah. like, he just got there. Like, he, you know, rose to the top pretty quickly. So, yeah. Um, I was looking through Bret Hart's book. Mm-hmm. See if he said anything about this, and he did say that like he was calling most of it, and it was a little bit rough because I guess Razor was still so new. Um, but I don't think he was that new to wrestling, <laughs> so I don't really know. But um, yeah, so I guess Brett said it was a little bit of like a weird stiff type match, but you could see that. I was gonna say they didn't. They didn't it, seem it, to be. It didn't seem to be like a highlight Bret yeah. Hart match. It's definitely one I forgot. I I forgot this happened. Right. 
Like I did too, and they were two of my most favorite. And I also mm-hmm. forgot. And I forgot again, that they ever had a match. I will again. remind you that I watched Royal Rumble mm-hmm. every day after school. I agree. I mean, just just it just looked. It was fine. It was. There were cool parts about it, but um, I, <laughs> Bret Hart did come out in the full pink with mm-hmm. a pink jacket. Like there was very little black. It was like the Pepto, full on Pepto. What does it say on my board? Best costume. It does say best costume. I mean, he was Ooh, full he on. Was pink. He was pink. The he, whole he jacket was, was pink. He was really pinking out. Um, oh man, it was also, wonderful. <laughs> there's a point where Bobby Heenan says that Razor Ramon looks like ten movie stars. I know, and you, we rewound it because it was so ludicrous. Because <laughs> it was just insane. It just didn't even make any sense whatsoever. And did you notice your boys too? I did, of course. And your girl Helen. They they point them out whenever they can. They, <laughs> they don't they, need they to. Take that they don't need to because they're there to, to make sure that them. they're on TV and we know who they are. Yeah. It was it was good. It, it was good. It was, obviously it was Brett. Obviously Bret Hart won. Again, it was. It was oh, we fine. never even talked about who won in the Bam Bam Bigelow Big Boss Man match. Jen. Yeah. Some things are left unsaid. Keep okay. going. <laughs> <laughs> there was no reason for them ever to be in any sort of anything. Like, I don't remember, and it's okay. Oh, no. It's, it wasn't for a title. It wasn't, like, like, like I know... It was for who's the best big man. Like, I and know... And we passed the torch to Bam Bam. That's, that's what it was. <laughs> like, I that's know, I know how, you know, him and Nails, why they're fighting each other. Like, you know why he has the angles. Even later on, you know why he has the angles he has with the people. Big Boss Man, it's just like, here's Bam Bam and Boss Man. Like, okay. I'm like, I didn't make no sense. So... Keep it pushing. What came after the Razor match? We have an unveiling. The unveiling. <laughs> we have an unveiling. The unveiling of the Narcissa. As a kid, mm-hmm. I remember this. And I remember being like, that dude is too big. Like, I remember this. Like, I remember Lex Luger. And I remember, I used to, um, when I played the video, I remember when I played the video game. That he was in the video game and his finishing move was like, I believe it was just a running elbow. Oh yeah, because he had the metal plate. Because he had plate. the metal plate when he actually mm, comes right. to wrestle. I, so I remember it, it, I remember there being extreme controversy over what to do with him. Because they're like, well, do we make him wear an elbow pad? Which is what I think they decide he's going to do is wear an elbow pad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So he'll take it off to then do the finisher. Um, right, but then he continues that when he turns face. Which mm-hmm. doesn't take too long. But then he takes it off. It's, it's funny because it's like... A thing that he does as a heel that's mm-hmm. like really bad, but then as a face, it's like, yeah, take that, take that protective elbow pad off and smash your guy in the face. Like it's fine, it's fine when he's doing it to a bad <laughs> totally guy, right? Fine. But you cannot do it to a good one. Mm-hmm. It's it's. He's reformed. I, I love wrestling. Yeah, it's for so for that exact reason. So there was the unveiling of Narcissa. Yeah. And then we go to what? I just don't even think you're really talking about how ridiculous the unveiling of Narcissa. Oh really no, we're, we're we're gonna come back because that is, and the the, the pecs and the, and the mirror. Okay, we're gonna come back because I I feel like uh, I feel like there's also like a best spot that I forgot to leave off, which I'm gonna say, and I think that was actually the best spot. It was so ludicrous for like a home audience. It was ludicrous. It really was, because there just wasn't a lot that happened here. Like um, in terms of the rumble, like it just wasn't. Well, the rumble's about to start, because that's what happens next. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some notes here on the Royal Rumble. Do you? I do. Are they inside of your brain? No, they're there. So, last year, our winner was Ric Flair. 
This year, he draws number two, number two because Backlund's number one. Oh, he draws number one? Mm-hmm. He's, He's number, number one. one. Backlund's number two. Yeah. We just get a collection of people in the ring for a while until we get our cleaner, Mr. Undertaker. Am I right? Mm-hmm. That's just what happens. And yeah, then, I have actually. I have the list. I have the list here. So if you need, if you have any questions of who was eliminated at what time, I have the answer. I have it on Wikipedia. Right? Oh, cool. No, no, I, no, no. Because I'm just, I'm just doing the overview. I mean, like it just Undertaker throws almost everybody out. Then Giant Gonzalez shows up, <laughs> and it takes literally like ten minutes for that that spot to end. It just never ends. It just never ends. He comes down, dresses some weird gorilla man, like. Literally like a grill man. Makes no sense Mm -hmm. at all. Comes in the ring, tosses people, but like does it so wooden and stiff that it's just unbelievable. And then beats up The Undertaker and then eventually The Undertaker gets eliminated. So we can get in all of our guys and get to the end. I mean, it was kind of, kind of silly. It was, it was a silly Royal Rumble in my opinion. The Undertaker was only in for four minutes and 14 seconds and then Giant Gonzalez comes in. Mm-hmm. And beats him up, so he leaves because he's like dead in the ring. Or somebody unlimited. They, they don't think unlimited. No, he, no, he te- just was murdered. He, just, he was just murdered. Oh, so technically he could still win. He could come back now and win because he would never really went up and over. You know what I mean? By someone who was there. That's definitely a stat. We got to write that down. That's definitely something I got to write down as I watch these other ones to remember mm-hmm. people that don't actually get eliminated. Because I know then him, Hornswoggle, and Scotty Tuhati, they're still all. Mm-hmm. Not to bring it back to Sean, but he was eliminated by Chris Jericho, who was already eliminated. And I don't know which Rumble, 2006 or something, 2007. And he, so he could be in there too. We're going to, we're going to create our own super Rumble. I'm just people that didn't get eliminated. <laughs> we should. We should. Oh, we should. Oh, man. But. Celebration. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like I was really entertained in the beginning of the rumble and then the undertaker thing happened and then i at the end of the rumble i came back like when it was like owen hart and and yokozuna and macho man and uh your boy reaps who mm-hmm. came in at 29 you know and then Mach came man. in came in yeah macho man was 30 but like so the end i was very entertained the beginning i was pretty entertained kind of floated away in the middle that could just be me um did Macho Man attempt to pin Yokozuna? Did he attempt to pin him? Mm-hmm. Did he? Yes. Oh, uh, yes, he did. I believe he did. Yeah, he stayed in. The, he was in there for. He made it nine minutes and one second. That's the ending. The ending <laughs> is he's trying to pin him, and then Yokozuna just throws him off of him and over the top rope. Oh, that's right. Oh, he jumps off. He, like, he does. Kicks his, out. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah, he like throws him off I mean, of him, and it's, it's, it's so much. I forgot how much. Much. You know where you are. You know what I mean? Come on, it's a little silly. He knows where he is. He's not. He's not trying to pin. He knows. He knows he's in a Royal Rumble. He knows what he's doing. Do you know who else Yokozuna eliminated though? Damien Demento. Your boy Bob Backlund, who was number two and stayed in the Rumble for one hour, one minute, and ten seconds. Uh, I'm gonna tell you right now. Carlos Colon actually eliminated Damien Demento. I'm gonna tell you right now that um, I'm listening. Bob Backlund and his career. It's just not, it, he reminds me, like, I'm going to use, like, a, I'm going to use, like, a football analogy, analogy, I'm going to use an analogy of a guy named Jeff Hostetler, who's, like, a quarterback, I believe he was on, like, Oakland at one point, the Giants, 
their Super Bowl, Super Bowl game, I believe. Um, I know nothing about his career, and I don't care. It's like I don't know what Bob Bob Backman did what? or didn't do. I just don't care, right? No. He's like that level of wrestler. Like I just don't care. Like I don't. So, I completely forgot he was in there. For I was over like, an hour. so like, what is the story about this this quarterback in Oakland? And then you're just like, I don't care about him. <laughs> well, that's well, that's it because he was like a like a late '80s, early '90s quarterback that had some success. I think he won a Super Bowl. Like I just don't like Bob Backlund was a champion. I don't care. Um, when no, but that's the point. Of, and like the thing I know is, <clears throat> when we it's were just, kids, it's tough. It's tough. I didn't get it, and I was like, I hate this dude. Why is he here? He's my dad's age. I don't understand. And now I'm like, I get it. He's just there. So you're like this loser, right? Like that's the, not that he's a loser, but that's the point. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, I do know. Yeah. So like, I don't think it was a bad Royal Rumble match per se, but definitely not the best one we've seen. Um, not the worst. The Yokozuna winning thing is pretty cool this, yeah. the trying to people trying to get him out was fun um just him and macho man at the end <clears throat> everybody loves macho man right yeah how could you not love macho man um but yeah, i mean there was a whole perfect flare angle that was yes, entertaining which i wrote on my board as well um was yeah. this fair to flare yeah obviously it wasn't we heard that from bobby bobby threw that out there once and that's gonna set up the loser leaves town match which we'll be covering next week yeah. On Monday Night Raw. Uh, yep. As well as the Macho Man Repo Man That's, matchup, too. Well, yeah. And there's a little thing between them, because mm-hmm. Repo Man came out right before Randy Savage, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there was some fun stuff. Uh, a lot of, like, um, kind of people that maybe you didn't care as much about, you know? So. I'm not gonna lie, it really wasn't that good of a Royal Rumble. Well, just, I think I enjoyed it more than you did. I did like parts of it. Um, yeah. And we unfortunately missed the dark match, which was Doink the Clown versus Jim Powers. Beat him in a submission move. It doesn't say what the move is. Well, let me just say this. I think he does Boston Crab. Jim Powers. Who is Jim Powers? Do you know who Jim Powers is? A chopper. Um. Yeah. What I was going to say is, is this the last, like, in that Royal Rumble, who was the person that you felt because this is really what I wanted to ask you. Who was okay. the person you felt when you're watching it that could win? Like, was there a younger person or anybody? Because it's like in the next few years, we're gonna get there's gonna be Shawn Michaels in the Rumble, there's gonna be Red Hart in the Rumble, there's gonna be Diesel in the Rumble, there's gonna be people you think that could right. win. Like, who well, did you think could actually win? But so, I deserve? knew who won, right? So, we're just gonna take that to the side. Uh-huh. I would say, if I'm watching this first, <clears throat> I would think Mr. Perfect, Undertaker. Possibly Tatanka were probably the people that I would be like, oh, maybe they'll win, you know? Okay. Or That's maybe fair. I'd want them to win. I know you wanted Macho Man to win. Uh, yeah, I mean, watching it like you would have, but... But in the lead up, like yeah. in the hype to the event, like who did you really think? Because it's like when you think... It's so hard. I knew, you know, it's so hard knowing what you know. I mean, maybe Max Moon. Maybe we would have thought I, I would have loved Max Moon to the main event. But no, I, I'm just saying it from a perspective where you're like, Shawn Michaels is in the IC match, Bret Hart and Razor Ramon are in the title match. Like, you just don't have Well, that's kind of the problem about these right Royal Rumbles sometimes is that that's what happens, right? Like, it would have been cool to see um, Bam Bam Bigelow and Razor Ramon and, you know, maybe the Steiners in there. Um, yeah, I don't know. Who, who do you think? Who do I think would win? I'm trying Yokozuna. to think of, 
Because they just oh, well, yeah, duh. So I mean, I thought you meant aside from him. Yeah, no, yeah. the only person I thought, Yokozuna, and honestly, the only other person I vaguely thought, but we know he's not there. Crush. Because he was getting a lot of time. He's, 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 he's he wasn't there. We, right I knew now. because okay. I watched Superstar. He so got attacked I knew. by Doink and now he's in rehabbing I knew. it. He's in rehabbing it. That's how I see it. Because, that. because all the other people, you're like, do you really think the IRS, like, I would have thought maybe year. Undertaker, um, really? like I said, or maybe Mr. Perfect because he has a, he's coming back. They're, they're, they're making him a face. Like I could have, you know, he's wrestling again. I could have seen those two maybe being pushed. Um. Because Yokozuna's in another Royal Rumble and everybody, you know, lifts him out. It's well, not they like... know how to beat him. Once, you, once you've seen his trick. Okay, I mean, I mean. <laughs> I'm just saying. Once you've I seen his seen trick, you know. those two winning. But then I think once I saw Yokozuna come in, I'm like, oh, homeboy's winning, right? Especially since at that point, Undertaker and Mr. Perfect were gone. So. That is, that, that's actually <laughs> accurate. Everything you're saying is actually accurate. I just... Never really thought that, you know, Mr. Perfect, I just, I, I don't know. I just never thought it would happen. I only saw Yokozuna, so that's why I was a little disappointed. I'm glad you saw the other people. I didn't see him. I mean, again, I saw this so long ago. I, I don't remember how I felt as a kid. I remember, I remember the IC match. <laughs> and I, you know what? It's funny. I think this is when I, I think this is... The time I went from being like a Marty Jannetty fan to being like, I, I think I want Shawn Michaels to win this. I think this is this is what turned me into being actual Shawn Michaels fan. Huh? Um, Scale of one. Eleven year old girls. You know. One to ten. What would you give this Rumble? First of all, let's. The Rumble itself or the whole. We're just package. doing the Rumble, and then we're gonna go. To the, then um, we're gonna finish with our matches. Do a, a maybe, whole a, maybe a six. Okay. I think it was fair. entertaining. I'd watch it again. I enjoy it. Um, is it the best one? No. I was gonna say six and a half for me. Okay. So that's cool. uh, I just know we were just, doing for just for the rumble. Just for the rumble. Between a six and a seven. So I mean, you could I, always yeah. do a half. You can do a quarter, six and three quarters. I'm gonna give it six and three quarters. You six point seven five. That's fine. Because mm-hmm. I was gonna say if I said last year was like a nine, last year was really good. This is like a six point seven five. Now, let's get to the matches. What was what was the best match? I do think it was the IC match. I agree. And I don't think it's because I'm biased. No, I, I you yeah. are a little bit biased. But okay. I, I do agree that uh, Bret Hart Razor was the second match. Like, it just wasn't as good. I would say that's the second best match. Yeah. And then the Rumble itself is the third. Yeah. Um, uh, then the Steiners, then, then Bam Bam. I'm fine with that entire, like... You agree? Yeah. Oh, and, look at us. Agreeing. It's easy this time. And I was going to say, and then all of that... What would you give the entire package then? The entire Royal Rumble event. I guess I'm going to stick with a 6.75. I was going to say, I'm sticking with the 6. It's like exactly as you think. Because when you were like, oh, we're going to do the whole thing. Like once, there's nothing that really stands out that jumps off the page. You know what? I'm going to boost it up to a 7 just because we also get the unveiling of Narcissus. So like. You know what? That just makes it. (laughs) <laughs> hilarious to I'm me. not gonna move mine and and cause we get Bobby and Gorilla and it's the last time so uh, I gotta boost it up to a 7 I'm, I'm gonna stay at the 6.5 but okay. those are two very good points that I would agree with now the best costume I think was Bret Hart what do you think <laughs> the flare robe is a little bit you know it could've been better oh wow I'm gonna tell him you said that he doesn't care 
He absolutely does not. Um. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. So let's just think of some nominees here. We got we got Bret Hart. Yep. We got Marty Jannetty. You got Razor Ramon. You got Razor Ramon. You always got you always got to throw in Razor Ramon. He's using machismo. Okay. Um. We got Ric Flair. Sure. Uh, Macho Man. Macho Man. As always, you always have Macho Man. Is he wearing like a bright green stitch? Oh yeah. Okay. Um. And let's not forget Giant Gonzalez. (laughs) No, no, we've forgotten him. Okay. We're not. I'm going to agree with you with Bret Hart just because it's so much fucking pink. It is so much It pink. is so much like, pink. Like, there's only one answer. Sometimes there's only one answer. But you have to go through the, you know, you gotta... He went in to... his bag. No, you don't have to do anything with a day <laughs> so like that. He went in his bag and just found the, all of the pink. It is just... Whew. Like the leather jacket is... There is no human pink. being I would imagine on the planet outside of him that could wear that. It's like... Everybody and still talks, be cool everybody to everybody. Everybody talks about... Like, he's little boys's favorite wrestler and he comes out full head to toe Pepto-Bismol pink I mean gotta give it to him I mean everybody wants to talk about Macho Man and his outlandish clothing you're like only he could rock that well only Bret Hart could rock that amount of pink right. there's only him the no, only right. one you're that's right. it and the difference is transcend space and time I mean Macho Man could rock that amount of pink but the difference is Macho Man's personality his character is so over the top that like you expect anything. You uh-huh. didn't, nothing is unbelievable that he does. No. Bret Hart is so grounded and like an actual person because this is him, right? This character that he's presenting is him and can still get away with wearing that much pink. Do you know why I think so? And that shade of pink. Do you know why I truly think so? Because as kids and as as people that watch this, he seems like the ideal Canadian, right? You're like this guy is soft spoken. He's tough. He's going to go play hockey. He's going to beat people up. And you're like, okay. Like, he just resonates as just like, you know, great Canadian guy. Like, that's what I believe is a Canadian guy. Right? And it's just so wild. I don't know. What are your thoughts? I don't know if it has to do with Canada. I, I do. I, I think it's the attitude because you're just like he is just like a. Oh, it's definitely he, his attitude. He's a dude that you don't want to fight. Like he's like a, a like he just seems like a Canadian tough guy. You're like, I guess you all wear pink. I don't know. Right. Right. I have no idea because you don't really know. Yeah, he's definitely a Canadian tough guy. I like in the in the years to come when I think there's like some scuffle, some ringside scuffle, and he does the thing where he pulls the guy's shirt over his head in the back <laughs> so he could like beat him up, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my god, this is such a Hockey such a hockey thing, thing. yeah. So like, he seemed like such a hockey Canada, dude man. that you're like, all right, man. Like it's like Bret Hart could could be like a forward on a hockey team. You're like, that's that's fine. He just chose to wrestle. Yeah, I like, don't know. I don't know how he gets away with the. I because I, I don't know because his outfit tank. is, like like if you think like if you were gonna dress up as like a wrestler as a kid, like Bret Hart is a lot of pink. But like and he got the not, sunglasses. The thing, but though. but he's it's cool. No, but it's cool because it's Bret Hart. That much pink. He's normally pink and black. He's usually. Half and half with a black jacket. So he's usually more black. And this time, and sometimes he's more of a hot pink. This was Pepto-Bismol yes. pink, head to toe. I so I don't know if it would have worked if he did it the whole time. But now it's just like a one-off. You already you already love the guy, right? So mm-hmm. like he can rock that pink. And he knows he's against Razor Ramon. And Razor he's also going to wrestle. going to ooze fucking machismo all over him. And he's still wearing the pink. And this was 1993. This isn't now mm-hmm. when you can wear whatever the fuck you want no matter who you are. Absolutely. It's fine. This was 1993. It was not the same. And he made the pink cool. That's what I'm saying. He, he made the pink he, cool. I don't... 
I, I don't love pink. And as a kid, I was very anti-pink. And I was like, just because I'm a girl doesn't mean I like pink. I hated pink. And Bret Hart was my favorite wrestler. You know, and Shawn Michaels was my, you know, he was my we get secret it. favorite. But we get it. I'm saying, like, I had a Bret Hart shirt. I, I love the guy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I love the pink. He's got the best costume. That's that's what you have to say. Best entrance? Was there a best entrance? I mean, outside of the one we have to give it to, Giant Gonzalez. I mean... It was the best entrance of the event, right? Stopped everything. Threw everybody out. Best entrance. Yeah. Who was the MVP of the Royal Rumble? In your opinion. This one. The MVP... Yokes. ...of that event. You gotta give it to Yokes. I'm gonna say the MVP of that event was The Undertaker. He did. He did <laughs> clean up the trash. Um... Then the only way you can clean him up as the cleaner is you had to bring in Giant Gonzalez. We can agree to disagree. Okay. We can agree to disagree on that one. I mean, the MVP doesn't I, have to I'm be the winner. You, I don't think The Undertaker really eliminated as many people as you think that he did. He intimidated them all. Well, that I, that is 100% true. He caused mayhem, and then the Giant Gonzalez came. He eliminated four people. In four minutes. One person every minute he's getting rid of. And probably, actually, he was probably only on his feet for like two and a half minutes. And then he was like on the ground for a while. Yeah, he was only in there for four minutes. Uh, listen, he did a great job. I'm not going to say he didn't. Um, He's my MVP. That's my vote. But Yokozuna, not only won, but also eliminated one, two, six people. Wow. Seven, because he also eliminated Bob Backlund. So <laughs> he eliminated seven and... Um, and he won the event. And he won the event. But you just told me, though, so we're clear, he was never actually eliminated. Yokes? Undertaker. He's eliminated in by... No, because... No, he wasn't. He left because they didn't... They had to, like, bring him out and, like, walk I thought he got... I, I don't know. Yeah, they had to, like... He was had to be, like, removed because he was just, like... Or, like, you know, like, like kind of... Kind of brought to... With oh, he did. Yeah. But it wasn't good. He was like stumbling out. Yeah, he was know? like he dead now. Yeah, he wasn't doing good. <laughs> he was undead, you know. Is he well, is he even human? That entire performance is my MVP performance of the event. I mean, there's really just so much. Last question. Are you hyped for WrestleMania? Now that you know it's going to be Yokozuna assuming Bret Hart. Like are you like hyped for cuz whenever you have a Royal Rumble, it's supposed to be hyping. WrestleMania and the road to WrestleMania. So, like, does this make you be like, all right, I, I think this is going to be... Because as a kid, I was like, I think this is going to be cool because all I can think of is how is Bret Hart going to put him in the sharpshooter? That's what I thought that's about. That's what you were thinking about? That's what I... Legit. That's As a kid, um, I'm like, how is Bret Hart going to put the sharpshooter on that I think that was a, a concern. Dude. I think that they do talk it's about that concern. concern. Um, big concern. I think I was just really... I think the the thing I was most excited about was the fact that it was at Caesar's Palace because Caesar and Cleopatra came out and I was like, this is weird and exciting and I'm ready to go to Caesar's Palace. Um, Did you know what Caesar's Palace was? I had no fucking idea, but now I know that it's Cleopatra <laughs> I thought Caesar. I thought Caesar's Palace was like legit in Olive Garden. I was like, that's what it is, right? Like Caesar, it's, it's, like, it's like, like you get yourself a Caesar salad. Whatever it is, it's yeah. like an offshoot of Olive Garden right, or something right. and you're like, oh, it's like an Italian restaurant. Yeah, no, I, I had no I idea. Know. I knew it was Las Vegas. I just... I was nine. I, How would I know? Like again, this, I'm pretty sure... This this was my first pay-per-view that I saw. So, like, I mean, I was just excited to 
have been given this pay-per-view okay. from my dad's friend who illegally taped it. I was just excited to You don't to, have to blow up a spot now. You don't have to I Sorry. you know, it could not be I don't know the guy's name, I don't know who did it. Um You know, having bootleg wrestling tapes could be a, a big deal now. I would like to just remind you of one thing. Mm-hmm. That your boy Bobby said. Get There's it. nothing worse than a fresh undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Jim, we've said a lot about this. Yeah, we have. Anything you want to close out with? Who did we not see commentating today? And I'm going to say it's refreshing for me. Vincent K. McMahon? It's refreshing for me not to hear his voice. Because, like, his comment... I'm trying to become amused by it instead of just, like, oh, my God, he's so annoying. When I rewatch this, it's so much different because it's, like, it's literally, like, when you... To me, it's, like... You take a show you really liked and you're like, oh, I like Game of Thrones or I like, uh, you know, all these other shows that you're like, I'm going to rewatch something knowing more information later. It's like when you rewatch this and you're like, he was fucking booking the matches, knows how they're all going to end, knows fucking, he owns the goddamn company. Like as a kid, when I'm nine, I didn't, I didn't know that he owned the company. So as you grow into that and we get to the Attitude Era well, you were, When you were nine, you thought this was real though, right? Or did your parents just blow it up and say this is all? Well, my mom would laugh and think it was funny. Um, oh, it's I mean, it's absolutely hilarious. Did you see the Narcissa come out and sh and jiggle his little pecs in front of a, I, a mirror? It's been some funny shit. I knew it wasn't quote-unquote real. But there are a lot of things in life that you know that aren't quote-unquote real. That you can still embrace everything around it so even if it started as a childlike thing mm -hmm. you know it's like you know what christmas morning is like when you're a kid and you're like oh. but then as you get older you still care about christmas you still lean into santa and mrs claus and the reindeer and everything else you still get part of the season that's I what i feel like this is still love christmas yeah no, you know what i mean i think it's like i knew it's better when you know it's 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 and i mean i'm not gonna say it's not real because of course that's like not like it, they're really Doing these things, right? Like I, yes, yeah, yeah. But I, once you know this is scripted, entertainment, entertainment. Like you, once you know that that that, that they know who's gonna win these things, mm -hmm. I think it's even better because I'm like really watching it. Be like, wow, they look like they're really fucking mm -hmm. each other up. But they're telling a story, and, and they're and walking away with n no bruises. Like that's so impressive, right? Like, and you're enjoying the story, and you're there for the story, and that's why this was a six point five for me. Mm -hmm. Because the stories that ended and the stories that began just weren't that good. Right? That's what all these are. Yeah. They're setting up the next bunch of stories. And I'm like, does the story, like, am I hyped for WrestleMania? I'm hyped to be like, how is Bret Hart going to give him the sharpshooter? That's all I'm thinking right, like, about. like, there's not much. I'm not like, this is Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart at WrestleMania. This is, you know. Um, yeah, there's not, there's not much, there's not much after this. I mean, there's still the Ric Flair, Mr. Perfect thing that's literally going to end the next day. Because one of them's leaving town, right? Yep. The yes. only the only real feud that continues is Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty, and that's not created here. Right. It just continues. It, yeah. It so I mean, yeah, it doesn't really. Oh wait, I mean there is Undertaker, Giant Gonzalez. <laughs> I think lest you forget. Like Giant, like okay, so okay, so again, you know, kind of bring it back, like Giant Gonzalez. Is like you go into the garage and you maybe see a bag that you shouldn't see when you're a kid. 
And then you're, uh, you are know. Are you talking about it, like a bag of weed or like a bag of presents, presents for Christmas? Okay. And then you're just like, oh, I see what we did here. Um, But this is not, it's just not going to be sufficient, right? You're just like, man, like that's John Gonzalez. I'm like, I see what you're doing. The guy like is not going to beat anybody up. He's, he's not really moving with any sense of urgency. He doesn't need to. He he's, doesn't. He's eight feet tall. But he doesn't look very strong. So you're just like, this is the silliest shit. Well, that's why he's wearing a muscle suit. Yeah. It's An airbrushed muscle suit. suit. Yeah. yeah. It's that, fucking that, stupid. That. You know, it's just like when you find that bag and you're like, man. <laughs> it's so stupid. But the thing is, you're it's like, you're like, You're like, I see what we're doing here, but can't we just like Listen, do something better? Can terrible. we just do something different? It's a horrible angle. But maybe, like, maybe listen it makes to what me, I'm saying. I'll give you laugh. input. Like, otherwise, you end up with... You could take a time machine and go try to talk to Vinnie Mac and let him know. I mean... But I did find it refreshing that I didn't have to hear his commentary. What true. a maneuver! Like, he doesn't know the name of any... What I, mean, I, I can't. What the amount physique. of physiques we're going to hear about Lex The Luger. physiques, the resilience, the, the eye-co... He must be eye-co-pro and the... It's what beautiful. a maneuver and the head... Hit him right in the chest area. I mean... It's beautiful. The areas, the head area, like I can't. It's it's beautiful to rewatch <laughs> and be like, and be like he is. Salty. He is promoting Icapro. He's promoting like you just hear it and you're like, oh, I hear the pitch, I hear the line, I see now he was playing a different game the whole time. So it is refreshing because once he's actually a character, it's like it breaks the fourth wall in like the greatest way. You're like, oh, it breaks the fourth wall. Down. It breaks it down because it's just thing. like you are so ludicrous, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I think I'm going to leave it there. Uh, in terms of our work meter, I haven't seen anything really move on this. Nothing move. Vincent McMahon's not there. Vincent McMahon's not there. Shawn Michaels had no words, parting or uh, otherwise, to Bret Well, Hart. he was in trouble. He did get in trouble with his boss, Vince, for having a black eye. He I, he was pissed at him. That doesn't really have much. I know. I don't think it has anything. I think the aggressive and stress and Bret Hart just did what he had to do, and he won. So I, I it doesn't have happy. to be about them, you know. If you're really trying to look for evidence, you could find other little worklets within the thing. But, I, but this is too soon. I, I think right now we're too That's soon. It's too far away. It's too far away. Because we have a couple different things out. that are going to happen in WrestleMania. I think it's probably more we'll start to see some of these. We can look for breadcrumb pieces, but right now, like, Owen Hart isn't even, like, against Brett yet. Like, we haven't really, you know, we, we haven't really got to that that level where they, you know, when, when, once Bret Hart has his posse. Can't wait for that. I mean, then we're That's there. That's not going to start till the Survivor Series. Like, 96, yeah. But no, what? What are you talking about? When he gets his posse. The oh, Hart Foundation. okay. I'm talking about Owen Hart. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying we're going to get more of the... You're on another, you're on another plane. I'm on another... Well, where there's going to be more of the Hart family that comes in. But then I'm talking, like, we're going to start to find a lot of breadcrumbs once he gets his posse. Once he gets the Hart Foundation. Once we're there. Give me a lot more things. Speaking of breadcrumbs, mm-hmm. I'm pretty hungry. Let's eat something. All right. Let's do it. Bye. Bye.